You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. A's baseball is just around the corner. The pitch to Ramon is drilled to left center, way back. How far will it fly as the A's take the lead? Mariano drills one up into the seats in left center. The high set, the leg kick, the pitch. Fastball strike three called high octane at 95. It's time to take you inside the clubhouse with the A's Total Access pregame show presented by Chevron. Follow the A's 24-7 on A's Cast, your home for nonstop A's baseball. A's Total Access with Chris Townsend starts now. It's game two of the three-game set between the Athletics and the Seattle Mariners last night. It was Miller squared, Miller time, whatever you want to call it. Mason and Bryce were absolutely fantastic. The A's would not get the win in that one, but we saw some great young pitching, and you're going to have two really good young pitchers going tonight in J.P. Sears and Logan Gilbert. Vince Catronio joins us. I can't say it's Miller time again, but two interesting young pitchers, and J.P. Sears has thrown the ball well lately. He has. uh, Chris, the one thing that he'll point out, and and it's something we've noticed He's got to be better with two strikes. That's been the issue for him. He's aware of it, and he's had a big inning happen to him a couple of occasions here recently that he's trying to stay away from. He's given up five home runs with two strikes. And that's just, you know, when you're in that position, when you've got that kind of leverage, you want to be in a better position to kind of finish off the hitter. And I think J.P. wants to find a way to get that done more consistently. He has been the one ace pitcher that probably has used the sweeper more than, than anybody else, and he's had good results, and we've, Seen him you know, going back to last year, aggressive with the fastball on both sides of the plate. And Logan Gilbert, pretty special talent for for the uh, for the Mariners. We've seen him pitch extremely well against the Athletics. He's a talented guy. He struggled his last couple of times out. Maybe the A's are catching him at the right time and find a way to even the series at a victory apiece. But you know, seeing J.P. Sears kind of continue his uh, growth. Hopefully, it's a it's a good step forward again tonight. Well, Connor Capel is down. J.J. Blade is up. It was a trade in the offseason, a swap of first-round picks as A.J. Puck would go to the Marlins. Blade was all everything at Vanderbilt, Mr. SEC. He had a huge signing bonus as he was drafted. He was the fourth overall pick, signed for $6.7 million. A weird time to get drafted, obviously, because of what happened with the COVID season. But this kid has all the talent, and you just wonder, did the A's make a really good trade for a guy who could be an everyday player with potential to be a star player? Well, we're going to find out. You know, all those things you mentioned, it's a pretty good resume leading into professional baseball. Hasn't completely translated as much as he would like it to. I do think when the A's, uh, you know, look at J.J. and what he can bring to the table in comparison to Connor Capel. First of all, I thought Capel with a good line drive stroke and he was making contact and using the whole field. I didn't think he was overmatched. Uh, uh, he, you know, he, he leaves uh, the A's going back to a AAA Las Vegas, maybe in a little bit of a slump. I think they sense that maybe J.J.'s a could be a better defender. He's primarily a center fielder. He can play all over. And I think they sense that J.J. has more power potential than Connor Capel. Capel, you know, could make contact, but I think they sense maybe 
when Blade gets an opportunity, you'll see the ball maybe come off his bat a little bit more. He did hit 20 home runs last year at AAA in the Marlins organization. So uh, let's see what J.J. has to offer, and it's going to be fun to watch him perform. And as Marcotte said, he's here, he's playing, and he's batting fifth tonight. So uh, he's going to get the chance to see if he makes the most of it. No doubt about it. And, you know, I think we're going to have this type of conversation throughout the uh, entire season with new guys coming up and giving them an opportunity. Well, 37 players now, including Bladé being called up. They and the Mariners have had the most players so far this year, and we know what the Athletics did last season as they uh, you know, went through a, you know, quite a collection of, of players, 64 total last year, which was a team record. I don't know if they're going to get to that number, but we knew that going into the season that there was going to be some turnover and some opportunities and uh, see who hangs on and does the best. And like we've seen with you know with Brent Rooker, who you know barely got any at bats in the first week of the season, and now he's he's trying to become a fixture in the lineup. Ryan Note is getting more of an opportunity as well. So those are the kind of things that are happening. And JJ Blade hoping to be the next guy in that line that gets that kind of opportunity. Get your umbrella out. Yeah, I see it's starting to lightly rain. It's never a good sign when the grounds crew is getting the field ready and they've got the tarp at the ready to to put on the field. I think they've got a little bit of a shower expected before game time hopefully we'll maybe we'll start on time and uh get things going have a great call fingers crossed thanks Tony. coming up next mariners coach hard to say it but mariners coach steven vote joins us next right here as we get you ready for a's baseball a's total access brought to you by chevron with more sunshine returning, it's time to get outside and make the most of what Cinnabar Hills Golf Club has to offer. Like 27 championship caliber holes tucked in the beautiful hills of San Jose. And take advantage of their amazing Bay Area views for your next special event. It's all for you at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club, an award-winning venue designed to peacefully take you away from the bustle of Silicon Valley. Go to CinnabarHills.com. That's CinnabarHills.com. Bring the whole family out to the ballpark for this Friday night showdown on May 26th. Come see your A's take on the Houston Astros, then head down to the field to see the best fireworks in the Bay Area. So get ready to enjoy a -a one-of-a-kind pop-through-the-decades post-game fireworks show. Throws and a swung and hit to right field, deep in the corner, and that's going to be gone, and it's back to back to back. Grab your seats today at athletics.com slash fireworks. That's athletics.com slash fireworks. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. This is A's Total Access. Earlier today, Stephen Vogt joined us on A's Cast Live, and you think about his final year, the final week, the final game. It was all so special, hard to put his arms around it. I still don't think I've fully grasped how how the last day went, you know, from from the reception from my teammates and the team in the clubhouse to my friends and family to the fans to the organization, just it's still a big blur for me, and I still can't really fathom that it actually ended the way it did. Well, it, it, it was definitely magical. What was it like walking back into the stadium? Uh, you know, I had a big big smile on my face. Um, 
I always love coming back here when I was a visiting player or just getting here every day to play. I, I love coming to the Coliseum. It's uh it's a wonderful place. It's got so many fond memories for me and my family and I uh it felt really, really good to be back in town and a lot of memories going through my head. You know, you, you think about so many people when they're gonna get into coaching, they wanted to give it some time. We talked to you about maybe being on MLB Network or maybe working for a team as a broadcaster. But with the way the game is changing and it's changing so fast, new rules, but all the stuff that had just been implemented, just it just seems for me, and now that we're talking to the first time, it seems to me like it is the perfect time because like, it's not like you've been away from the game, you have to learn anything. Your expertise is right here. You're just doing it a few months ago. Yeah, you know, I – I, I wasn't sure even even going into the off season in the first couple months what I really wanted to do uh, you know this year but you know the Mariners called and we kind of worked some stuff out and I had some good offers out there but it really felt like this was the role I was looking for and it, it was a good opportunity like you said for me to just stay in the game go straight from playing to coaching and you know just didn't be able to help guys like hey I I know where, I know where you're at I was just in your shoes a year ago and. Um, I played against the same guys you did. I played against you guys I and played with a lot of people out here. So it gives me a, a great angle to be able to help our guys uh, any way I can. And uh, I'm having an absolute blast. I know you weren't watching or listening to this show during spring training, but we were talking about you during uh, spring training down at HoHo Cam on A's Cast Live. And Adam Aller, we did this long interview about – Adam Aller talking about what you did for him, how you took him aside, and you taught him to prepare. You taught him how to win. You taught him how to compete. And that was already coaching before you were a coach. How much have you taken that type of approach, what what you did with Adam Aller, and have you been able yet to do that with any of the Mariners pitchers? I, I mean, yeah, I feel like, you know, for me, Tony, I've always kind of been a, a player coach in a way. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of aspect of catching that goes into it where it's a very similar role. And the way I like to say it is nothing really has changed other than the fact that I don't have to worry about facing major league pitching every night. So, um, you know, it, it just, I want to help guys learn faster. You know, I was fortunate to play for some really great managers and coaches and play with some unbelievably talented people. And I learned, I learned a lot from the people around me. And, that, and that's all I'm trying to do is help guys learn faster than I did. And, um, that's what I'm trying to do every day for these guys. Now that you've seen the new rules, and let's just say some of them are not so catcher-friendly, uh, base stealing is way up. Uh, so far, pitch timer, how you got to work with the pitcher, how fast you got to do it. What have you thought of the new rules? You know, I, I like I like most of them. Um, I really, really like the – I didn't think I would like the pitch clock, and I don't think I would like it if I was still playing. But I can tell you that uh, as a coach, I'm loving the game times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and – I think the shift is, has, has helped promote some more offense as well. It's nice to see some left-handers get some base hits in the 3-4 hole. You know, I think so that's the one that I miss the most. But um, as far as the base stealing goes, I know it's, it's really exciting. And the two disengagements, I'm not a fan of that one. Uh, I think it just it, it changed the way we, cre- we control the running game and things like that. But um, it's definitely created a more exciting game. I think there's people are really enjoying watching baseball. Um you know, I, I know I'm an old person at heart, and I can't stand seeing all this around the park. I really don't. But it has made a better a better product, in my opinion. Is there anybody better than Stephen Vogt? What a great man. God, we're, we're miss him already. But, you know, the good thing, he's in division, 
And next time they're in town, we'll make sure we're going to do this again and we'll get it on video, and he'll be back on A's Cast Live. To hear the entire interview, go to athletics.com, or you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel. Johnny D wants to talk Miller time next, right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. A's cast is your destination for nonstop A's baseball. The fish is Seth Brown now, and he drills one to right, way back, and no doubt, and that quickly, the A's have taken the lead, second deck. This is A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron. Johnny Dosko of the A's broadcast team joins us here on A's cast and the A's radio network. Last night, whether it's Mason, Bryce, Two very talented young pitchers with a bright future. That's right, Tony. Well, last night's pitching matchup between Bryce, as you said, Mason. Uh, Mason Miller, of course, making his third major league start. Bryce Miller, his debut. It was intriguing before it even got started. Last time the A's were involved in a game where both starting pitchers have the same last name. August 4th, 1941, Towney at Boston. Lum Harris for the A's and Mickey Harris uh, for the Red Sox. But, you know, Townie, as these teams were exchanging zero, something crazy was happening. Bryce Miller had a perfect game through five. Mason Miller had no hitter through five. Uh, then he worked a perfect sixth. Uh, thinking his night was done, but then he, of course, worked the no-hit seventh. He's able to break up the perfect game with the Tony Kemp Sharp single in the sixth. Uh, Mason Miller, of course, uh, we said he worked that perfect seventh, retiring the last ten he faced. Throwing seven no-hit innings, but the A's would lose the ball game uh, by a final score of two to one. But I, I think that was fun. I, I love seeing a good pitcher's duel there, and that, that was a treat. See that. Yeah, it's nice, and it, it wasn't just because the two teams couldn't hit; it was legit pitching. It was. I mean, both those guys had bright futures, and I love the fact that one was making his debut, the other was making his third start. So I think uh, we'll see a lot from from the Millers in the future. And then I think tonight too, I mean, JP Sears, you know, Vince alluded to it. It's like it, it's one pitch, one or two pitches has really hurt him. But we have seen him get better competing wise. He punched out. You were doing the game when he punched out 11 in yeah, Arlington. Absolutely. It looked good. And, you know, that's not walking anybody. That's that's the refreshing part. You and I talk about that off air all the time. Are you throwing? It's like you almost rather have a guy get hit. 
Not almost. You'd rather have a guy get hit than, than issue walk after walk after walk. And he's had, he's had good control, so that, that's always good to see. And I got to tell you, looking at the skies right now. It's pouring. It's, um, it's not going to be easy to hit again. This is, you know, Dave Stewart has talked about this with us on A's Cast Live. Whether it's a damp night, a cold night here at the Coliseum, embrace it because it's advantage pitcher because the ball will not be flying. It is, and you got to love that. I mean, that's what I love about last night. I, I missed the 2-1 games. Obviously, you want to be on the winning end of those games, but the 2-1, the 3-2s, the 4-3s, the one nothing townies, that's baseball. I love it. Yeah, I do not want to see 10-12. to 12. Yes, I don't want to see position players. Yeah. What do you? Where, where are you on that? That we've had 25 position players pitch. We changed the rules to get away from this, and we've already had 25 position players pitch already this year. Yeah, it's pretty sleepy. It's pretty sleepy. I thought we were getting away from that, but you're still seeing it. And I know, you know, almost like a strategy. Sometimes you'll see the you'll see Gabe Kapler do it just as a strategy. Almost you'll see him do it in situations where you're like, really, you can use a position player there. So yeah, it is interesting how how these managers uh, sometimes, and sometimes you're forced to. Sometimes you have no choice. You got to save your pitching, but. Uh, it's pretty tired. You know, we talk about your expertise uh, in the minor leagues. You know, a lot of guys have good stats, but you can really tell in AAA who are the guys where you go, yeah, this guy's legit. You can. And, you know, I remember just watching Alex Rodriguez in 1994 with the Appleton Foxes, seeing Johnny Damon in 1993 with the Rockford Royals. There are just certain guys you see and you're like, yep, that's a guy. That's a guy to keep an eye on. That's a guy who's going to do damage at the highest level. A-Rod out of high school could have played big league baseball. No question. Griffey out of high school could have played big league baseball. (laughs) Sending them the A-ball like, what are you doing here? Yeah, A-Rod was so popular even when he was in 1994. (laughs) You have to have a a scheduled time to talk with him, even at 18 years old. Incredible. No wonder A-Rod was always A-Rod. Right. He had that at at a young age. He certainly did. Now, what a player. No question about him. Great stuff. Thanks, Tony. Good Co- to see you. Coming up next, Mason Miller is going to join Vince Catroni as we get you ready for A's baseball. A's and the Mariners coming your way right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Join First United Credit Union as they root on the A's to victory. First United Credit Union believes in being a good neighbor and supporting our local teams and local community. And for a limited time, you can earn $100 when you open a free checking account and use it. Use promo code ATHLETICS when you apply. Learn more at firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch. Insured by NCUA. This is A's Total Access. Baseball continues for the Athletics against the Mariners on a wet Wednesday night. We visit Mason Miller, who had seven impressive innings for the Athletics, despite the A's losing the, the game against Seattle, but no runs, no hits in seven innings. Just to take me through the process as you were making your third start, continuing to get comfortable, and how it was feeling on the mound for you last night. I felt good. Um, you know, I was still battling out there. I threw, threw a lot more balls than I wanted to throw, but... Uh, to be able to battle like that and, you know, have 
have zero after zero going up on the scoreboard for, for us was really big, and I felt great. We're still learning what you like to do on the mound, and you're probably learning what you want to do facing major league hitters. You seem really fastball intensive in that first start. It's kind of morphing. We saw more cutters and sliders a little bit last night. Can you explain what you're what you're learning from one start to the next on the best way to attack the hitters? Yeah, I mean, obviously my fastball point, my bread and butter, but uh, my slider's a good pitch too. I was having trouble getting it over the plate uh, in the first two starts, so that was kind of why I was more fastball dominant. Uh, it was just that I was throwing my slider and I was just missing by too much to be a competitive pitch, so... Um, just being able to be in the zone. I thought I did a good job with the slider and cutter for the most part yesterday, being in the zone with that. So that was a good step. I know you were frustrated 39 pitches in the first inning against the Angels, and you come out of a 1-2-3 inning with 12. What does that mean for a pitcher that you don't empty so much of the tank in that first inning that maybe affects you moving on where you've got a lot left and you keep on driving forward as you did last night? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to be too too tired or thinking about like you know the end of the end of the game or those late innings but you know that is your goal is to go deeper in the games to take some stress off the pen and I mean the longer you're out there the better so um, just being able to keep it keep it consistent through the first couple of innings you know trying to keep your pitch count down and you know getting into the dugout getting your guys back on the in the boxes you know that's what you're trying to do. Mason, we were told about your work coming up through the system as little as it was, but even going back to the college days, that you were a strike thrower, you know, power pitcher that really does pound the zone. Take, take me through that, that growth and how you were able to do that and continue to make that. I know every pitcher wants to do that, but you've had a really good knack of trying to stay in the zone and being aggressive. Yeah, I think for me it was mostly just a mental adjustment because I didn't always used to be that way. Um, but I kind of just sat down and thought about it, and almost every – run I was given up in my early college days with somebody I walked or hit um, so I was wasting a lot of pitches doing that but also I was beating myself in a lot of ways so uh, I think just being in the zone and forcing them to beat me with the bat that was kind of like the mental adjustment that I made um, and honestly yesterday was a little bit of a step back for me with four walks that's that's more than I would want um, but at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It's just the more you're in the zone, the better the better things are going to be. What were the things that were working that allowed you to finish so strong, retiring the last 10 batters you faced? I think, I mean, get, us getting that run, you know, I, I want to stay out there as long as I could. Obviously, I knew that I had the no-no going, too. So I was, I was fired up in the 6th and 7th, and, you know, that was the longest I'd stayed in the game in a couple years, too. So just excited to be out there and competing for that long again. Uh, that meant a lot to me, and I think that was a big step you know, towards being, you know, the dominant pitcher that, you know, I'm striving to be. Uh, yeah. What was the conversation like with the manager when you came off the mound in the seventh inning? I think we both both knew it was coming. <laughs> I mean, I was happy he sent me out for the seventh. I thought he could have taken me out after the sixth if he wanted to. But uh, the seventh was my best, my best inning, I thought. So I think it was a great idea to send me back out, got my pitch count built up a little bit more, got me that seventh up. Um, but realistically, I wasn't going to be able to finish the game. So sending me out and stretching me for the eighth, you know, just didn't really make that much sense. So it was we, we understood where we were at. Mason, you're, whether you like it or not, you're an inspiration because you're dealing with type 1 diabetes and you're a professional athlete and you're beginning to put together a big league career. How do you, how do you manage the day-to-day stuff? And when kids hear about the story of a guy like you doing what you're accomplishing, what does that mean to Mason Miller? 
I mean, it means a great deal to me. Um, I mean, it's it's my normal, and you know, anybody else living with type one diabetes, that's their normal. Uh, obviously, it's it's different than the average person, but um, to us living with it every day, it's a, a conscious adjustment, and then it just becomes part of who you are. So, um, showing that it really doesn't define me, and um, you know, it it is a part of who I am, but it doesn't hold me or limit me in anything I'm doing. Um, I enjoy showing that off. Keep it going. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mason Miller, joining us, Townie. Now back to you. Great stuff, and yes, a total inspiration, and what a talent, and what a great young man. Coming up next, we'll get you ready for A's baseball. It's the stat of the day. And then Ken Korak and Scott Emerson right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. Is convenience a state of mind? Or a real thing. At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. 3-2, swing and a miss. He went soft and got him again on a changeup. That's seven strikeouts, an ongoing new career high for Paul Blackburn. A's Cast is your 24-7 home for A's baseball. Visit athletics.com slash A's Cast for on-demand and live coverage of the Oakland A's. Now back to A's Total Access with Chris Townsend, presented by Chevron. Stat of the day brought to you by Cal State East Bay. I don't like seeing games with not a whole lot of contact. Now, if it's quality pitching like we saw last night with the two Millers, then you applaud that. But when it's just bad approaches, you just start to wonder, like, we can do the pitch timer, we can do no shifting, we can get bigger bags, you can do everything to help out, but if guys just have bad approaches... How about some of these stats from last night's game? Last night's games. You had 10 hitters in baseball last night with at least three, at least three strikeouts. 10 10 hitters. You had 75 players last night, Major League Baseball, no hits in at least four at-bats. It's like contact at times. You just wonder about approach, putting the ball in play. I get it. We love barrel rates. We like exit velocities. But at some point, you've got to put the ball in play. You know, 
say it all the time. It's like, if you just strike out, I mean, you're not putting any pressure on the defense whatsoever. And how about position players? Uh, We've said this a couple times today. Give it to you one more time. Position players in the first 34 days of action, we've had 25. Now, how does that rate compared to what we saw last year? Last year at this time, we'd only see 10. Even in the COVID year, where guys had all that time off and we didn't start till July and we were worried about pitching, there'd only been 21. Here, you had a full spring training, full everything. We've seen 25 position players already pitch in the first 34 days. We're off to a record start. Don't want to see that. Put the ball in play and let's have pitchers pitch, not position players. Coming up next, he's been grinding it, Scott Emerson with Kent Korak, the voice of your A's, next right here on A's Total Access, brought to you by Chevron. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver, fearless but sometimes fearful, a health nut with a French fry habit, an O-positive geologist named Patty who's here today for a melanoma exam? At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. This is A's Total Access. A's baseball, it's the middle game of the series between the A's and the Mariners after an amazing Miller versus Miller performance at the Coliseum last night as the Mariners took the first game of the series. Scott Emerson is with us. Let's get this out of the way here before we move on and really dissect what Mason Miller did, which was sensational. He wasn't going to go beyond seven innings and 100 pitches last night. No, you know, I mean, the guy hasn't gone seven in his professional career, and 100 pitches is pretty much as high in his career. So, you know, you got to do a little big picture thinking for the organization as well. I know we're trying to win as many baseball games as we possibly can uh, here, and that's the goal. But you're also looking at this guy's future, the organization's future. And, you know, Mason went out there, and he actually he did his job, you know. Uh, 100 pitches was probably a little bit more than I wanted him to go at the time. But, uh, you know, you, you send him out there for the eighth, you know what's going to happen in the ninth, you know. So, uh, you know, taking care of your, your people and taking care of the future of this organization was important. You've crunched all the data. You've really studied all the physio information over the years. You've been heavily involved in that. 28 and two-thirds innings of pitching as a pro before he got called up. Now he makes his third start. He's gone 81 pitches, 86 and 100. 
What's optimal for a young guy like that who just hasn't thrown that much? Well, you know, he's he, he just getting him out there and building up his pitch count to, to 100, 115, you know. And that's also, you know, hopefully uh, making his pitches uh, over the course of seven, eight, nine innings. You, you know, you don't want 105. You want 107 like he did last night. And uh, just being practical with, with him and understanding that we are building his pitch count. You know, uh, this was only, uh, you know, his fifth start of the season total. And, uh, you know, sometimes you got to take care of people, like I said, to take care of the organization for its, its future. Is there a target number of innings for him this year? Well, you know, you always want to, uh, you know, go out there and pitch as many innings as possible uh, for the team. I always look at, you know, rest. How much rest are we getting between starts? Uh, that's important to me. Uh, you know, 120 innings is always a good starting point for anybody, in my opinion. And then you just kind of you build off that. Now we got so much data that, uh, you know, we can see if there's breakdowns in his mechanics and his ball flight. And, and we'll use all our resources to determine that as the season goes on. How do you break that down? In other words, if you see that maybe his mechanics aren't what they should be, that might be a sign of fatigue or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we get we get everything uh, throughout the course of the game. Obviously, we we are not allowed to use the technology during the game, but after the game, we we you know we hired Ethan Stewart as our biomechanist, and Ethan can break it down per outing where the delivery starts to break down, maybe at what pitch count, uh, and where it's breaking down, and and offer that great information to us. So that's something we're doing this year with all our pitchers. What was the key for Mason last night? Maybe a little less velocity, but a better mix of pitches. Well, I, I think last night I was just making pitches when he had to. You know, uh, I thought the 3-1 pitch uh, he walked Crawford on was a good pitch. Uh, I thought he just, you know, not saying he was effectively wild, but, you know, he threw his fastball for strikes. He threw his slider for strikes. His cutter was a little bit behind. But when you have electric stuff like he does and you keep that pitch mix where you're not being predictable, I think he did a great job of that. And over the course of his career, when, when he could make, uh, make those pitches uh, a little bit better in the aspect of command, I mean, the, the sky's going to be the limit. Well, and you've been around this organization for a long time in the big leagues and also the minor leagues. It's been a long time since the A's have called up a talent this special. Would you agree? Yeah, and, and well, uh, this early in their career, in their pitch development, you know, 28 innings is, is, is fairly quick. Yeah, but, fairly, uh, yeah, I guess. He's, he's got a great mindset, you know. Uh, nothing seems to phase him. He, he's so far been cool, calm, collective. What I really like about him is, you know, our game reviews the next day. He's a very good self-evaluator. And uh, when you can uh, self-evaluate yourself, and be honest and truthful to yourself, I think you can get yourself a lot better faster. Can a game like that, maybe this is a stretch, could it rub off on some of the other young pitchers like a Muller or a Waldachuk? Yeah, you're always hoping for that healthy competition between the, uh, the staff. You know, we got a lot of young guys that uh, uh, maybe not so young, but inexperienced in innings at the big league level. And, uh, you know, have that healthy competition amongst each other. You know, they go out and they watch what uh, Mason did last night, and they want to be better. They want to improve. And, you know, when you got a staff, uh, a bunch of guys that, that want to improve, it's fun. Fuji did a nice job out of the bullpen last night. Yeah, he came in, and uh, he was aggressive with his fastball, commanded it at the bottom part of the zone. It's an electric fastball. Getting him to stay cool, calm, collected, and focused like Mason has been, in my opinion, will be a, a big key for Fuji. You know, just understanding you do belong here and, and get out there and be the aggressor. All right, a little breakdown, Townie, from Scott Emerson on last night's incredible ball game, the Battle of the Millers, and we'll send things back over to you. 
Great stuff. Always love hearing from uh, Scott Emerson, the pitching coach, one of the best in the game. We had him earlier today on A's Cast Live. We're going to turn it into a podcast. You're absolutely going to love it. I'm just going to tell you where we're at. So while we were doing this show, A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron, the tarp was put back on the field. Now, uh, from my vantage point, it really isn't raining anymore. And we have the vice president of stadium operations, David Renetti, the famous David Renetti. I'm looking at him on the field right now. He has a jacket on with no hood. So it's really not raining bad. The question is, like anything else, is what does the Doppler say? And how long do they expect the rain to be going? How hard is it going to be? Because what they don't want to do is they don't want to chance it. You don't want to take Sears. You don't want to take Logan Gilbert. You don't want to have them go down and have them warm up and then have them come out when it's only sprinkling and then hard rain comes and then all of a sudden, oh, we can't play this game, doubleheader tomorrow. And the last thing they want to do is have a doubleheader tomorrow when it's also getaway day. So I don't know what the holding pattern is. We have Dopplers. We have the radar. We think we have an educated guess on it, but we'll just have to wait and see. So coming up next, going to be A's baseball. We'll hear from Ken and Vince. We'll get the lineups and everything, and then we'll be back to talk a little baseball with you. A's against the Mariners next right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.